Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hashtags and headlines. Ladies and gentlemen, we're live. Trovo.live slash Fleeties. Giza, you made it. We had to do a switcheroo, but you have arrived. We did. I'm going to say thank you to Gino up top. And now I'm going to shit on the rest of the night. But <laughs> I'm glad he switched with me. Now we're here. We're ready to go. We survived. Like, this is the way. This is just the new order of operations just for tonight. Like, there was some emergencies. So every Tuesday, I have that momentary emergency where I'm like, I'm still at work. It's 630. <laughs> like, I'm about to get on the Trovo in an hour and a half. How are we going to pull this off? I think we did it well, though. I think, we, I think we're here. So I'm glad that I'm here. Yeah, you had some plans. But you know who didn't have plans? The Broncos, baby, because the Raiders got their first win of the season <laughs> at the top. Let's make it clear. Raiders are one and three. We are, what, two wins away from being tied in first. We're there, baby. Raiders. I mean, you got lucky there were two halves to that game. Oh, absolutely. Well, the Broncos look like <laughs> shit. I'm, like, convinced that that offense does not know what the hell they're doing. They're even talking about, well, it took Aaron Rodgers a few years to adjust to this offense. Like, did it? Did it? Did, was it like this, though? Did it look this bad when Rodgers started in that offense? Because th this, off this team, this Broncos team, also just doesn't look like they're competent. Like, they're dropping passes frequently. Javante Williams is now out for the year. I don't know. I think everybody was really premature to, like, they got Bradley Chubb and Russell Wilson. They're going to win the AFC West. They look like trash. They're terrible. Yeah. Russell Wilson's fucking done. Get rid of him. Dude, recovering I bully. I mean, the Seahawks are looking like fucking geniuses right now. Well, and I even have I even have a buddy who was saying, like, just because Russell Wilson's having a down start doesn't mean he's not one of the best quarterbacks in the game. And I want to believe that. Like, I want it. Like, because even, you know, Chris Collinsworth says, does anyone throw a deep ball better than Russell Wilson? He's one of. I heard that, too. I was so mad. I think we were texting about that. Yeah, it was very I exciting. was talking to my wife specifically about Collinsworth. I was like, I hate this guy because he says – Every time he talks about a player, could be some guy I've never heard of in my life. He says he's one of, if not the best X in the game. Yeah. And he just fucking said that about Russell Wilson. He's one of, if not the greatest deep ball passers in the league. And he's played like absolute fucking garbage this entire year. <laughs> so I don't know how Collinsworth feels justified saying that. Yeah, well, and I, is Russell Wilson known for the deep ball? Like, I guess a little bit, right? Like, Tyler Lockett, like, that's the only reason he exists. It's because he's up there catching the deep balls. I, I, I never mean, thought He's that. not known for the five-yard passing in the end zone, that's for sure. I thought for sure he was known as an RPO guy. I thought he was just always branded as run-pass option. He's one of the best. He is one of, if not the best, at the at the RPO-style offense that the Seattle Seahawks are known. Put that shit on! Do your dance, baby! Do your dance! Put that shit on! Thank you so much, Spliff Swa. Very, very cool to get a, a turn that shit on. Put that shit on! Do your dance, baby! Do your dance! Put that shit on! Dude, I'm loving that song every week. Like every week that gets better and better. A couple turn turn that shit ons. I love that now. <laughs> yeah, I'm, he's gonna start doing his dance with his dick now, apparently. Did you see those headlines? I have not. So everybody in the chat was like Antonio. Malachi Black Antonio says Brown. we love Collinsworth here. Yes, we are big. B two says Colin. doesn't help that Hackett calls plays like a diet Matt Canada, especially near the goal line. <laughs> yeah, that is kind of yeah, Daniel Hackett might not be what they thought everyone wants a young coach that's just hey how old are you you're less than 40 would you like to coach our team like that's the new interview process for nfl coaches hey we're gonna invite one black coach but we're not gonna hire that guy or even interview that guy isn't that what happened to brian flores which by the way 
the Dolphins look pretty good with this Mike McDaniel guy, but I do think Brian Flores would have, if he hung around, he would have done a great job as well. So give me the headlines, Geezy. Antonio Brown, what is he doing? He's he's hugging Giselle. What do we got? I don't know. I thought it was fake. There's one before that where supposedly he pulled his dick out in a public pool and it's blurred out. Oh, but you can tell his dick's about 18 inches long. So everybody was basically just saying like, yeah, well, probably just me. If my dick was that big, I wouldn't wear pants either. So I don't know what the big headline is. Yeah. But then it moved to, yeah, AB posted a picture of him hugging Giselle saying to get his shit on. (laughs) Well, so I was like, he did live with them for a little while. You never know. So this here on Defector video shows Antonio Brown exposing himself at a Dubai hotel pool. So he's in Dubai right now. Wow, um, that's a risky play. Doesn't he have like cr- a criminal record? Can you just go wherever you want? I mean, I guess I don't know shit, but former writer getting back into the country is the hard part. I was gonna, oh maybe, because yeah, I'm even looking at this. It does look like he's hanging. Oh no! Th- can I show this on the internet? There's no way. It's blurred, dude. Show it. Okay, hold on. Let's let's get this up. This cannot be real. So, dude, but that like, dude, just think. In Dubai, they'll fucking you'll go to jail forever. Oh, I assume after Brittany Griner for for hashy oil, I'm pretty sure I wouldn't go to any other countries in the world. Um, Per the New York Post, Antonio Brown was filmed exposing himself front side and backside in a Dubai pool, sexually harassing a woman. Look at this video. Is it going to be a quote? It's a water board. Oh, no. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to hit play. If it gets graphic, we got to stop it. All right. We'll just lose our trove over this. Yeah, Twitter has porn now. Another one. Hey, B, do it. He's going to waterboard her. There it comes. He's waterboarding her. He's giving her the longboard. Oh, my God. All right, sweet. Oh, my God. So for podcasters, yeah, Antonio Brown was kind of just you know, he was like getting out of the pool, but there was a lady's head right there, and she was like, kind of getting his dick rubbed around in her facial area. She seemed happy about it though, but that could be one of those moments where I felt pressured. There were people around me. I'm on her side for this. Yeah, I would too. Like, if I'm in that situation, I'm laughing and trying to get the fuck away from him. I'm not like, hey, stop that. Yeah, don't fucking do that. Like she, You're like, oh, okay, bye. She doesn't know what's trauma, like what trauma is going to come from that. Like she has no clue. Like this whole thing could ruin her life. She doesn't know yet. So, uh, okay, that ladies, she's in Dubai. Her life is fine. Okay, that's true. She made it to Dubai. You don't just end up in Dubai with a shitty life. Uh, let's see. Brown was asked to leave the hotel shortly after the incident, according to a hotel staffer who requested anonymity. <laughs> Yeah, my name's James. I was the guy who kicked Antonio Brown. I saw his dick. I hated it. It was weird. I felt pressured to make comments about the dick, but I, uh, I'm here to say I did not enjoy seeing Antonio Brown naked. Um, the complaints included Brown allegedly snubbing United Arab Emirates dress code customs by flaunting his bare chest to guests inside the hotel and smoking, <laughs> smoking what they believe smelled like marijuana in his room, which would violate the country's law. Hours after the video was published, Brown tweeted an uncommonly... Uh, an uncommonly coherent statement. I, I love whoever wrote this article for saying that. 
Every chance they get to sway the heat off themselves, they use me. In the video, you can clearly see she runs off with my swim trunks. If roles were reversed, headlines would read, AB having a wild night with nude female. Yet when it's me, it automatically becomes a hate crime. Dude, AB just spitting facts, dude. There, there's no such thing as hate crimes in Abu Dhabi and fucking Dubai. So relax, bud. Yeah, uh, it's just all crime to them. They don't fucking play around. That's the problem. They'd well, kick a nude woman out as well. They'd probably beat the shit out of her if anything. Take her out front and stone her in front of the hotel. Well, and I guess Antonio Brown is making more headlines. He's 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 trying to hang in there. I mean, he's definitely he was out you of. You guys still need him though. You could take him. He was out, dude. The Raiders need Antonio Brown. That would be fantastic. Um. He is hanging in there, though. Like, that's kind of his thing is he went away from the public eye for a little bit. He had his embarrassing, do your dance, AB, do your dance. He had that embarrassing moment, but uh, everyone, all of us thought it was awesome. So only only Lamos thought that was embarrassing. Uh, Antonio Brown, buck wild with Giselle, trolls Tom Brady hard. Now, this is, hard. On, yeah, this is on TMZ, so I assume that was read with, by that annoying voice. Tim Brady and Eugenie and Brown live together for a little bit. So, and Giselle is all over AB right here. Are these more than just friends? What do you think? Dude, look at those. Look at that fucking stare, dude. She's up. You just saw his dick in the pool. I mean, you never know. Antonio Brown ruthlessly went after his old buddy, Tom Brady. He's a a reported rough rough patch with Giselle. He trolled TV told by posting an old picture of him hugging supermodel after the Super Bowl. AB lived with Brady and Giselle after joining the Patriots and Buccaneers. He has seemingly turned on the seven-time champ as his marriage appears to be on thin ice. Brown didn't go into detail on the reason behind his posts. His caption only referenced his viral rap song, Put That Shit On. <laughs> That's what he put. He just puts put that shit on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like he knows. He like he knows that's the greatest song of all time. He, he put that shit on her, dude. That's dude, why. The relationship between the two ex teammates has deteriorated. Well, yeah, no shit. I'm sure that Brady was pissed that he vouched for this guy and he was ripping his shirt and pads off in in New York on the sideline. Um dude, that's really, really odd though, right? And even uh even Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp wasn't happy with the actions of one Antonio Brown. This is an all-time low. Um, it is a bit shocking, and yeah, between teammates, I mean, who cares about like teammates and shit? Just like as far as like a guy, what a weird thing to do. Like, yeah, my wife and I are having some issues. Put that shit on. Here's a picture of me and your wife. <laughs> yeah, I, that's what I don't get. Is just like, especially he's got the other drama in Dubai. Like, why? now like it's not like there's some new headline with tom and giselle it's been going on for a while now so why now like did he not so he had the news in dubai and then he's like fuck (laughs) it's been like three days i haven't made a fucking headline yet i gotta do something well and i i even think it might be the reverse of that it could be i don't like my dubai headline let me do this like (laughs) i don't like that people are saying i i did some sort of a hate hate crime what would rinse the the news cycle? What would be enough to get people to stop talking about what I did in Dubai? Oh, everybody loves Tom Brady and Giselle. I'll throw this out there, and that way people will forget. Because even when I Google Tom Brady, that Dubai thing was the third headline. Like that that had already been pushed down to the. And I'm on the Google. I'm not using any of my other shit. Like that. This is the main one that pulls headlines. And yeah, absolutely, dude. We got to make sure that we know about. Uh, Giselle and Antonio Brown first. So I don't. the The real question that I want to know your answer to is if Giselle and Tom Brady broke up, 
Who is Tom Brady getting with next? Bridget Moynihan. They're getting Malachi back together. Malachi Black says she wants a piece of ABSS. Could be. Could be she needs some of that AB. But ABS. I wonder what it would be. Because, Tom, you know, he would probably do it like a Leonardo DiCaprio, right? Just start banging young supermodels. It's, oh, it's, it's Tom fucking anybody you can. Everybody that was at Firefest would get fucked by him. I'm pretty sure Gronk would just, like, they would have the sickest party in Vegas, like, ever. Like, Gronk would fly him out. They, and who knows? These athletes kind of do whatever they want. So I'm assuming that pff, they were out there doing this kind of shit anyway. Like, who cares? He's probably already. She's probably doing stuff too. It's like a Will Smith affair. And why would their marriage be on rough, like, uh, you know, like rough patches, like rough seas? Because that was the other question. Like, because even Linda was bringing it up to me, and I was thinking, you know, she made a comment about how she has to spend more time with the kids because Tom's playing football again. Like. How much time well, does this supermodel entrepreneur actually spend with the kids to where it's like a problem that Tom's not around? Yeah, I mean, 100% agree. Rich people problems. That's like Kim and Kanye arguing over their kids. They don't even fucking watch them anyways. But my point is, I, yeah, well, the point that you missed was Tom had to miss the like first two weeks of preseason Right. For a personal reason. And the rumor is, from what I heard from reliable sources that are not in the NFL, but <laughs> follow the NFL, basically Giselle was like, you've said for like five years now you're going to fucking retire. Right. And now you retired for like a week and now you're back. Like, fuck you. Quit lying to me. And I think that that two weeks was like, let's work it out. This has to be Tom's last season. Otherwise, they're going to be fucking divorced. It kind of feels like their last season or his last season anyway. Just the way he's been playing, the way the vibe of the Buccaneers isn't like this dominating Tom Brady-led football team. It does seem like there's a ton of drama. They wanted him to not practice on Wednesdays or something. Like He had kind of asked for Wednesdays off. But why does she need him around so much? Like What's happening in her life where I need you here more, Tom? Like These kids are insane. Is it is it really just the kids? Like what what about it is like we need to make sure that we get uh Tom I need Tom around the house more, so no Wednesday practices. You have to drop the kids off once in a while. I mean, don't get me wrong. I I went through the same drama recently because I've been in a men's golf league every Monday. <laughs> and luckily the fight happened like two weeks before it was over, and I could be like, Okay, there's only two weeks left, fucking whatever. Right. It's we live in Utah. You can't golf in winter here, okay? It's going to be over. But I get it. Even, yeah, even if you do have a babysitter all day, every day, it's like, do I just want to fucking sit around and not be with my husband? You know, Tom's at the facility 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. every day. Well, I know, speaking of huge fights, I just had a huge fight with my wife when I got home tonight. Like, we had a, we had one, like, a weird one. This was a weird, like, the vibe when I got home was already off. Uh, I got home and... Did you hear about this new Scooby-Doo movie, this trick-or-treat Scooby-Doo movie that dropped today? No. So there's just a new... Animated or... It's a new animated movie. It's just an animated movie. It's Scooby-Doo. Well, you know, we love anime around here in Fleeties. Well, so... And and I've turned into this parent, all right? I literally am this parent now where I go online and research, like, is this safe for children? Is this safe for Christian children? Like, I just have to know what these fucking people are sneaking into these shows now. And... It was hilarious because it was just so much exactly what I thought would happen. Like, oh, a new Scooby-Doo movie. This is going to be great. Like, Ralphie loves – he loves Scrappy-Doo. He loves watching the, the fucking 80s. fucking Velma's girlfriend right there? What's happening? Yes, it is. 
So, Ugh. so like, and that's that's what I, I'd rather Shaggy be gay than <laughs> fucking Velma be lesbian. Well, and and it's just I, I want to say this to all the people on Twitter that were like, a bunch of conservatives are going to be upset. Gay people, like gay adults now, watched Velma when they were kids, and. Velma was was straight or Velma was amb- no one cared nobody cared now in 2022 to validate our own feelings as adults we need to confirm that Velma was gay make Velma gay have her be touched by a female and her eyes get all crazy blah, blah, blah. so I do it I was fucking and yeah even Ricardo in the chat dude Velma was obviously always a carpet muncher she made out with Shaggy all the time like there was lots of times she made out with Shagster and even if she is, why do they have to put it in a children's cartoon? Let it be obvious. And Ricardo, she wanted to fuck Daphne for sure. We all did. That doesn't oh, matter yeah. if you're gay or not. That's what I was going to say is if she was fucking with Daphne, then we're. Like what really drove me nuts was the like just so my, my wife didn't know. My wife paid for this, and that was also what was frustrating is that she had to pay for this, and uh, like you know, I wasn't here, so she did it without me here, and that automatically made her upset. Like that she, she kind of did it without knowing. She was just in a hurry. Malachi Black says Velma was fucking worst character anyway. I I agree. I mean, she was vital. She was vital to the team and vital to the story. Like her, 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 her. She had a part. All right, there was a re- she had a role to play and she played it well. Uh, do we lose Geezy for the night? I'm trying to reload him here, but um, I don't know. Like I just when I'm watching it now, like I just it's so obviously forced and they want it to be a huge storyline, and I just feel like betrayed. Like you know, I'm just trying to show my son a new Scooby Doo movie. That was my wife's intention was a new Scooby Doo movie, and Ricardo, gay people exist, ladies. Um, and that's and that's everybody's argument is like, oh, it's not going to turn him gay or whatever. But I feel like enough exposure to this normalization shit. That's what that's where it all leads to. And we're trying to and gay, do gay people exist? I don't think so. I don't think so, Ricardo. Ricardo might have to drop on if I've lost Geezy for the night here. But yeah, I don't know. It just annoyed me. Like we just watched some, you know, little. It can't children stuff just have no sex in it? Can they just have nothing? Do I have to know? that Velma prefers to munch box? Like, why do we need to know that? Why is that so integral to the mystery? Why do we have to have in, in, these ambiguous people? Like, they're coming for our kids. It's so obvious. Like, they, they definitely want to validate their own feelings as adults. So that's why they're putting all of this stuff in. And as promised, here are your Scooby Like, is it so integral to Scooby-Doo that we put all of this stuff in the cartoons? Like, like this is what's important is Velma to to run out, see this person, and just fucking Promise. start drooling. Here are your Scooby snacks. And look, you can make these cartoons. That's fine. But you need to, like, put warnings and shit or let me know. Like, I'm turning into that parent. Like, that's really what's happening is I'm now that parent that ha- that has to... Watch. I had to watch this new Cars on the Road shit with Ralph to make sure that it was cool. Like, and I agree with Lexi in the chat. If everyone's gay, there's no more procreating, and when it all just ends, and I don't know why we're trying to make more gay people. Like, that's really what we're doing. We're trying to make 
more gay people. I, I have no idea where that came from as far as like the strategy, but that's where it all ended was, uh, was we need to have, here we go. I think I got geezy back. I don't know what happened. Uh, computer just black, not even blue screen or death, just monitors turned off and I could hear you and that was it. Oh, so good. Well, I'm sure you heard Velma bring in the Scooby snacks then, right? Here are your Scooby snacks. Oh. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, uh, call me closed minded. Like even listening to some Jim and them, probably the last one I listened to uh, when they were talking about the Lightyear movie. Uh, Mike Steele was like, I guess I'm pretty tolerant. It's like, it's not that I'm says, intolerant. says, remember when Velma fucked Seth Green. Yeah, remember that? Like, I, like it's not that I'm intolerant. Like, I know gay people exist. I'm trying to watch a cartoon with a child. Why do we need to know that one of the female characters munches box on the other female character? Like, we want, and like, look, as a Christian or as somebody that cares and like cares about life, without man, female, where did all gay people come from? Penis, vagina, geezy. All of them. All people came from that. Every, I mean, for now, maybe not in the future, but for now, that's where they all came from. So, I, yeah, I, I was just, when I was watching, and my, my poor wife, we got in a huge argument because I was just like, how much was this? She spent 14 fucking dollars on this movie. So, Ugh. like, we have Netflix, we have Hulu, we have we have Spectrum, we have Prime, we have a million HBO Max, we have a million things to watch cartoons on. You remember when we super kicked you right in the face? Thank you, Moniverse. You're just in time for the homophobic segment but it's like we have all of these options to watch stuff on and she was all excited like oh this is great we're gonna be able to you know hey a new scooby-doo ralphie loves scrappy-doo this is gonna be great and the very like immediately immediately i like noticed like oh there's like gay stuff in this babe like the whole movie was just gay 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 better be gay so what was her position? Oh, she was furious. She, Her position was, I'm just trying to cook dinner. That was really her position was that. <laughs> she was, like, literally, she was just trying to cook dinner. She didn't have time to look at what was going on. Like, th that was her big thing was, like, I just, like, she got home and was excited that she saw a Scooby thing and bought it. She didn't look into what was going on. And this is kind of what happens. Like, you know, like, I, got, I know parents that have taken their kids to see the Lightyear movie. And, look. That's fine. If you've seen the Lightyear movie, that's fine. Like I know it was like a really brief kiss. I haven't watched the Lightyear movie, um, but I did watch like the scene. And yeah, it was really quick. It was very tasteful. You know, Malachi Black says you have Peacock. I even have Peacock. I have so much. Why did we buy a fourteen dollar movie that supports this agenda that they're trying to push on our children? It's really not even for our children. It is. I brought this up with Disney. All of the Pixar Disney shit is no longer for children. It's for the adults that are paying for these Disney Plus subscriptions. They don't they're not attracting parents that have kids. Like I know several people that don't have children that have Disney Plus and they're the ones that are watching all the shows that are on Disney Plus. Kids aren't lining up to watch Dancing with the Stars on Disney Plus or High School Musical the Musical the series. All of that stuff is for the adults. So when I'm seeing this now on a Scooby-Doo thing, this is just to validate your feelings. Like this is well, you know the formula, ladies. That's what WWE did, right? You got to capture the kids, but you also got to capture the parents because they're paying. So now yeah. that's why they're recycling all the old fucking stories that we know, all the characters that we know, but it's still a cartoon, so you can take your kids to it and justify it being a little family trip. 
but it's really for us and it's such bullshit yeah they made the little mermaid black that's all we that's all you need to know <laughs> people are really upset about that just they, and it is for adults thank you moniverse he must have been here <laughs> he must have been here for the for that this. you gotta screenshot that with biden between the two of them dude. oh that's and the just kind of smelling both of them that'd be fantastic like yeah. I, it, just, it just drives me nuts because my wife literally was like hey scooby-doo i want to get this for ralph puts it on immediately is i i get home and i'm just like what the fuck is this like why why is this a cartoon that is just on for kids why are they marketing because that's that has to be what happens to most of these families by the way they just kind of hey hey peppa pig here you go kids are watching it and they see one of the characters has two moms and they're gay and like like everything they're doing is they sneak it into this kid shit because i know i know parenting culture now here's a tablet kids Give him the tablet. Let the tablet raise your children. You don't know what YouTube's going to recommend next. But even like I'm on websites where I'm I'm reading movie reviews to just see like oh is this okay for kids? And I I there was one that I liked for a while. It was Common Sense Media, right? Common Sense Media I think had some reviews where they were talking about Christian values on one of the movies I was looking at. And then uh, much to my chagrin, I like to use that word. Um, I looked up Lightyear just to see kind of okay Lightyear is an easy movie. Where if it's a, if they if they appreciate Christian values, they will shut down the Lightyear movie. Like that's going to be one that it's an obvious slam dunk for Christian film reviewers. Hey, we're not going to do Lightyear. So you type in Lightyear on Common Sense Media, pull it up, and uh, it's got four stars. It's it's an exceptional, uh, exceptionally animated and inclusive. Inclusive is now a swear word for me like it's almost a that is almost a sign like hey ryan stay away <laughs> inclusive means not for christians not for not for fathers like it really is inclusive means like hey pedophiles are called minor attracted people um it means that people that want to change their gender we're going to validate those feelings not try and help them even if you're 13 years old and you want to cut off your genitalia we're going to validate those feelings that's inclusive now inclusive just means we're okay with insane ideas that's all it is like the madness is okay we're okay with it we're including you well i just what you said was the best point is it's inclusive means no christians no religious people yeah. so then is it inclusive ladies no it's really fucking not and that's what's frustrating is like i get yelled at for being a bigot but meanwhile they're yelling at me for believing in jesus like that's kind of the weird like why do you believe in that man you should be okay with cutting your dick off like that's fine because so when i scroll down here's here's really what okay i know that common sense media is trash now because it even says like right here diverse representations four out of five they got a huge one on that uh positive messages four out of five positive role models four out of five one out of five on sex romance and nudity so i was kind of thinking all right like what do, what do they mean like parents need to know that lightyear is a pixar animated origin film for the character who inspired the buzz lightyear action figure from toy story in the movie space ranger buzz uh was voiced by chris evans and his crew are an entire spacecraft filled with people uh, is or people is marooned on an alien planet Buzz attempts to get everyone home, transporting him farther into the future. Even robots controlled by Emperor Zerg uh, have taken over the planet. Uh, Sci-fi action violence includes chases and weapon-based fighting. Like, where's the part where they say, 
Positive, diverse representation includes a black lesbian supporting character who discusses her partner and later wife in a way that makes it clear that everyone supports her identity and relationship. Like, to them, that's important for this fucking kids movie, that we validate the black lesbian supporting character, and we need to make sure that we support her identity and her relationship. So, like, even if you're crazy, like, what about Dahmer? Like, here's here's a new documentary that comes out, and... Are we going to validate his feelings? Like he wanted to eat people. He had an insatiable appetite for humans. But we need to we need to be inclusive. Yeah, well, you know they dropped the LGBTQ label from that on Netflix, right? And why did they? Because there was a lot of gay shit in that show. I watched one episode and it was pretty gay. So I don't know what. And the gay person was the hero at the end of that episode. He was the one that got away. He got the police involved. I do enjoy. It's such an obvious Netflix uh series though because the opening scene is a black lady watching the rodney king riots and she's like nodding her head like black people <laughs> never get what they deserve and then it leads to hey this gay guy's killing black people and the police don't want to listen to the black guy it, it was so much like man netflix is being netflix hard as fuck right now um and of course the white guy going viral uh it was very fascinating but we need to be inclusive but not that movie that movie doesn't need to be inclusive we don't want it to be tagged as lgbt uh, although it is kind of silly they would market it like this is for gay people like I don't know if I was gay I probably wouldn't want to watch that movie like hey here's a movie of your of gays being slaughtered I guess that's the question is what does that tag mean does that mean I think it's worse if it means if you're LGBTQ that you would want to watch it because that means all you care about is your sexuality which they I guess we do. can get into they that. all do but, that anyway if I can pride month is all about I munch box and I and I have a box to be munched yeah but you talk about fucking chicks all the time ladies so be fair here okay yeah but pff, all the time bro and that's and that's because I'm just trying to reproduce trying to spread the seeds keep the planet going <laughs> trying to spread the seed <laughs> but yeah I I Jeffrey Dahmer was gay he only attacked and had sex with dudes Fuck while yeah, bro. they were either alive or not. So I, I guess that is the real question. I didn't think about that, what the LGBTQ label meant. I thought it was just like it had significant LGBTQ characters or representation, right. which would fall under that classification for this because the main character is gay and it's a pretty vital part of the story. But if they're using it as a tag of like, if you're gay, you should watch this because you'd like it. Right. I could see why they take it off. Well, and I think so from the, one of the posters that I saw, it might have been something that kind of looked like this. It said like the tags be below it were ominous, psychological, horror, LGBTQ. <laughs> and and I guess with, with, so what gay people are trying to say is RuPaul's Drag Race is LGBTQ. Queer Eye for the Straight Guy is LGBTQ. But Dahmer is not, which I don't really get. Because, yeah, if you are gay, uh, there's gay characters in this show. And it's, a lot of them are portrayed in a positive light. Like those three guys at the club, they seem fun. So And one of them was a hero. He, he got away. So I think I, maybe for them, they're kind of looking at it through the lens of, like, like don't we're not I thought it was we're not claiming Dahmer as one of ours like don't put LGBTQ on a series called Dahmer monster the Jeffrey Dahmer story because that portrays gay people in a negative light and when I'm watching gay movies or gay series on Netflix and I'm I'm using the LGBTQ tag to kind of find something I want to watch 
I don't want you to recommend this to me. This isn't what I. This isn't what I, the gay viewer, views as LGBTQ gay show. Yeah, I, do we need to look up fucking Netflix terms of service to see what that means? I just think we need to look up what defines like a gay show because there, there used is there because because <laughs> there are movies where there's gay people in it that are for straight people. Like it's not just like that whole tag really is just. I thought maybe that tag is for Christians. Like, hey, don't watch this one. It's gay. <laughs> maybe that one. Maybe that's why opposite. that tag is there. Yeah. The LGBT, like people think it's for them. Like, these are my shows. It's just for Christians to go, oh, there's gay stuff in this one. I'm not watching this one. Okay. I'll pass. I, what's Queer Eye? What is that? Oh, it's got the tag on it. I'm not going to watch that. RuPaul's Drag Race. I'm not going to watch that. Uh, RuPaul's Drag Race, by the way, uh, not a fan because it is very frustrating for for that show to be uh like when i went with paramount plus when we were watching a lot of tv and ralph would be in the room every fucking commercial was that it was just non-stop i couldn't stop it chino just sent me three dollars but it didn't play a thing or do anything so i don't know what happened there um so yeah not not a big interest in this i i watched one episode of this Dahmer show though it seemed pretty good yeah i've heard somebody watched the whole thing said it's pretty good but i'm trying to figure this shit out i got an article up that they it, they add the LGBTQ tag to help people find stuff in the search. Right. That's all it's so for. Think, yeah. Yeah. So I think it is like, well, fuck. I don't know. It still is not clear what makes them tag something. So it, it does help in the search. So I would have to assume it's just like anything. I don't know. It could go either way, I guess. Fuck. Yeah. It's It's not... It's not abundantly clear what it means or how it works. So that that's probably where there's confusion. Because, yeah, I don't really fucking know and I don't really care. So uh, going through, going back but to. But you guys paid $14 for Scooby-Doo? Yeah. Thank you, Gino, for the hydrate spell. Yeah, we paid uh, $14 to watch that fucking Scooby-Doo. We turned it off. I was pissed. I turned it off. My wife and I were yelling at each other. She was cursing at me. I tried to, I tried to show her the clip. Like, hey, here's a clip of the gay shit. She didn't want to see it. Like, I was like, just look at it so you can kind of tell people what happened to us. And she had no interest. She wanted to argue with me. I may, I offended her because she was making fucking dinner. Don't get married, dude. <laughs> no, it was a silly argument. It wasn't as bad as Giselle oh, and Tom. You should totally get married. Don't say that. I should totally do it. Like, I will. No, I love yeah, my wife. It was just one of married. those. It was one of those weird arguments where, like, right when you get home, you're wondering why, like, what why are we even fighting like i i don't like that this is on tv in front of my son i don't like that you spent money for it i'm just emphasizing my frustration so this never happens again you know and and she's she's woke to it all too she follows all those pages and shows me like did you see what happened on this show did you see what happened on this show like we have to be vigilant because all this shit is happening out there like it's it's a weird world it's weird times that we're living in where all of that stuff is just accepted so um, yeah, keep an eye out on what your kids are watching. Now, Lock High Black says, speaking of arguments, you two can suck it up. I'm on a break from my girlfriend after a fight. No, poor Nathan. Even he's fighting with his wife. See, everybody's fighting with their loved ones. I, I don't. Thank you, Moniverse. I found a, I feel a lot better after that. Thank goodness. We thank goodness. So. Uh, let's take a look at the NFL real quick. So we didn't do well in our picks, Skeezy. That was the other thing we were supposed to talk about. It was another weekend of kind of the same thing where we started 
Um, I sent you a link. So did Started you know, hot, dude. Started well, hot. Does Gino want us to watch something? I think we're okay. This is a wrestling thing. Gino, we will watch this later on. Thank you so much for sending me this amazing clip of fucking Rosemary. I will give you $3 back if that makes you feel better because holy shit. Save your money, Gino. We don't want to watch these things, especially with, with Geezy. We're not going to watch that. Wait, did you? So did he not get a job? Because I told you I, or I heard you tell him. To get a job before I got on, but you had told me he got a job. He's not getting a job. He doesn't need one. He's our wrestling correspondent in the field. We need him to just keep absorbing professional wrestling. He had a job, and then he didn't go to the job. And uh, He didn't go to the job? Like, he never started, or he quit going? What he happened? went, like, a few days, and then he didn't go. It was amazing. I learned it all. I learned all about it live on TWFS last week. It was hilarious. Because mm. I was sitting there shocked that he just... He, he was having, like, crippling anxiety, and he couldn't get out of bed. Like, he was having that kind of moment. Like, I'm freaking out. I'm freaking out. I can't go to work. So I was fucking like. I'm being productive. I don't know I'm what to do. I'm being productive. <laughs> so, so he called out. So he literally called out, and then he went to work the next day. In his first week? Yeah. I think, yeah, yeah. I think it was his second week. But he called out, and then oh, no. the next day. He got to work and they said, hey, I talked to the agency. We're going to have to let you go. And then he was offended that they didn't just fire him like on the phone. Like they were mad that he went. <laughs> he was mad that he had to go down there to get fired. And I'm like, you know, you, you left them without an employee. Like they, they were counting on you and you called out in the morning of on in your second week. You haven't even earned like sick time yet. And you're upset with them. For not firing you over the phone. Like, you left them without an employee. And you live in that cube. He spent all day laying in the cube rather than going to work. Fuck. And then he even, yeah, like, he tried to say. Did he work say, out in the little square in his corner? Dude, he tried to say. It was my favorite moment of the whole thing. He tried to say, like, you know. <laughs> he tried to say, so uh, do I even want to work for a company that won't let a sick employee call out? And Kevin is like, you weren't even sick. Like you were just laying there in bed, like thinking, like making yourself sick, like convincing yourself, I'm too sick to go to work. I'm too sick to go to a fucking warehouse for eight fucking hours to make money, to be able to save up, to move out and get my own fucking apartment. Because I even told him, like, you want to know what's stressful, Gino? Paying for electricity, paying for the internet, paying for a roof over your head, for your four-year-old, for your wife, for your new kid that's about to be born. That's stressful. That gives you anxiety. Not fucking going to the warehouse. You haven't had a job in years. He's awesome. I love Gino. I love Gino. He he covered for me tonight. It was so great. But oh man, that that's like what like nineteen year olds do. What is going on? He's more mature than that. I would He's hope gotta so. Understand? You got to be there more than two days before you can call in sick. He even say, "Oh, Nathan, great call." There was a moment during the stream last night or last week where he was even talking about he was actually glad that he didn't have a job. Like he was talking about his taxes because it was like it was good for him to not have a job for his taxes. So he got like an extra hundred dollars. <laughs> it's like Gino, if you have a, if you have a job, you're gonna get paid all the time. Don't worry about the money. Don't worry about a hundred bucks. Go get the well, job. And then he said that he, he said he and Kevin were the same now. I was like, yeah, you know, you also have a highly productive website. You have a YouTube channel that's doing really well. You have a successful podcast. You're killing it, man. You and you and Kevin are the same. Yeah, he wants to. So if you have zero income, you pay zero taxes. 
Yeah. But if you have like 40,000 in income, but you pay 5,000 in taxes, I think you're still net like 35,000 positive. Dude, it's fantastic. And I don't know, like there's nothing I could do to motivate. I mean, there's, there's, cause I even work with somebody now that I just can't motivate. He just sucks at his job. He wants to suck at his job. I feel like that's his thing is I'm unhappy. I'm going to suck at this. I'll just keep sucking at it. And that's just his, that's his whole prerogative. He wants to be the worst at his job. So he's doing fantastic at being the worst. So like, yeah, it's, it's, it makes me sad because there are people like that out there that, you know, he's doing this show with us and he's excited. Like he, so on Tuesday last week when he and I did a discussion, that was the day he called out. Like, I didn't know, like he had spent, <laughs> he had spent all day in bed. Like I can't do this. And then he ended up just sitting with me like nothing had happened, like nothing was wrong. He gets to talk about wrestling with his pal, and he kills it. Amazing stream. Uh, it's so fucking fantastic. But then the next day he gets fired. He doesn't tell me. And then he goes home and complains to he complains in the Discord about how could they fire me? Like I, you know, they don't. I don't want to work for someone that doesn't let support if someone calls out when they're sick. It was just fantastic. I was very excited. Nathan sent me a clip. I think a couple people have sent this clip. Let's take a look at what it is. Maybe it is the. Oh, I, do I say I posted way too much? But oh, wow. maybe it was one of my favorite moments last week, Easy. Yeah, we got to watch it. I I just watched a little bit of it. Let's go. Oh, good. Did Let's... you hear Gino already lost his job, ladies? Why? <laughs> what? Listen to this. Who should tell it? You tell you why? Me or Wait, him? what do you mean? Okay, <laughs> hold on. So he lost the job, didn't show up for the job, got fired or quit. Like which what? What does it mean? He no longer has this job. Did it? It was a temp job. Did the temp agency just said, "Hey, they hired a perm." It all started Monday. That's me giving him the benefit of the doubt, by the way. Like I'm over here, <laughs> yeah. like like oh, they just hired a perm, right? Don't worry, Gino. I trust you. You did not lose this job immediately. <laughs> yeah, I'm, they found somebody else. Right. <laughs> When he left fourth hour early to get some sleep before work, he woke up the next day and just didn't feel like he could do it. You know, he was in bed, ladies, thinking about working and how hard it's going to be and all the stuff they're going to make him do. And he just couldn't. It was debilitating. Remember, later that day, he talked to you for hours on bleedies and he looked youthful. He had a glow, didn't he? Like he wasn't sick. There was no coughing. There was not even itch. He wasn't even Billy Kidman. He looked amazing. He was a little skinnier. He looked like a new Gino. Like, he went tanning. He looked like kind of like Shawn Michaels' Gino. He had a crooked eye, and he was tan. And he, but that was the day he couldn't get into work. It was too mentally stressful to get out of bed. To go to a warehouse? What does it mean? <laughs> How do you not? It's too stressful to go to work. You're going to get kicked out of where you live. Your life's never going to begin if you just keep doing the same thing over and over again. Having said that, how was MLW Fusion tonight? Was it fantastic? <laughs> like, like that's that's all I can like, imagine is why so, would you not go? Because that's the other reason why I'm like, Gino, you don't need a job, dude. You better watch Fusion. You better watch NWA. What's going on with NJPW? Like, whenever I'm doing that bit of, Gino, don't get a job, dude. We'll watch more wrestling. Get more invested into this shit. Like, that's all I could think of. He better be just absorbing as much as he can. He should be our Sean Ross Sapp. He should be on the phone with guys like, you know, hey, Ricky Starks, let me know who's quitting Who's quitting AEW. Like, what do we know? Like, he could be our behind-the-scenes guy. Well, he can't, though. What, what was the take that you kept saying? Like, this is just great wrestling. He can't be the guy 
if he describes all shitty wrestling as this is just great wrestling. Well, and I even and even last week I did give him some shit because I asked him like, "Hey, what do you think is going to happen?" He's like, "We don't know. We're going to have to wait and see." I'm like, "Gino, we're fucking like analysts. We're reporters. We are journalists. All right." just give me some opinion give me a take do something for me to where i can kind of you know we we need to seem like we're we're adding something to the wrestling narrative not just going like cool article looks good can't wait to watch <laughs> like that's all Gino would like to do with me is probably just watch a couple clips here and there watch that rosemary video that he just sent me that would be perfect for him that video is on uh super fun wrestling time a fantastic work of art from our main man kevin scampoli it's a nine minute video we don't need we're not gonna watch the whole thing but i recommend as soon as we're done here everybody go watch the whole thing because we're 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 gonna we're gonna do our my favorite part at least right now and go over what we fucked up this weekend so i gave my coworker so much shit for telling me that minnesota covers the spread every week every week they're four and oh against the spread twfs says that one is on genos drive through a channel that focuses on genos victory perfect genos <laughs> it's on, on genos, genos. drive through a channel solely for genos victories that amazing concept because all the Gino victories belong like, just one place. Perfect for Gino. Thank you, Kev. Be cool. I, I got to watch that as soon as we're done. That's fucking. I just subscribed. That is phenomenal stuff. So uh, we, we messed up again. So we had a, we had two parlays last week. And if you could see the account right now, Geezy, we just need to win. All right. We're at four dollars now. We lost that 100 that we started with. We need to well, get. I'll send you some cash flow tonight. Oh, okay, we'll we'll plug it in, and and we could pay the five point nine credit card transaction fee. I, I'm okay with donating five bucks to our new favorite website every once in a while. So let's go to last week just to kind of see what we did. So our nine team parlay that didn't go through for the NCAA: Michigan covered, Texas State covered, Alabama won, Utah cover or Utah won, Memphis won. We were looking great because I think even Utah State covered. I think Pittsburgh yep. won. I think we got Iowa State wrong. Kansas Man, ended up winning. Black says, ask Gino for some of that $200. Gino? <laughs> I, so <laughs> Iowa State, uh, they ended up losing to Kansas. Kansas is 5-0. and oh. We might just start putting all of our money on Kansas. But Minnesota fucked us big time by losing to Purdue. Straight up losing. Not only not covering the spread, losing a football game at home. To Purdue. point spread. Come How do on. you blow a spread? How do you lose to Purdue? All these questions I asked to my coworker, he had no answers. He just wanted to tell me that his – because he didn't actually go to Minnesota. He's just from there. He went to Sanford, and he was like, Sanford Bulldogs, dude. They're ranked in the FCS. What's like, what? How does that help me? That doesn't help me. FCS? Minor leagues? I'm talking NCAA. And then, moving on to our NFL, we were four out of five, dude. We really – Ah, oh, this we this one hurt the most because it was such a bullshit loss. The Atlanta Falcons covered the spread. They beat the Cleveland Browns, actually. And we even paid for some extra points because we had a three-point advantage over the Browns. Falcons won. We had the we had the Cowboys uh, beating the Commanders, and they were given three points. They won by more than that because Cooper rushed. Rush week every week. Uh, the Tennessee Titans were given three points by the oddsmakers. They beat the Colts. I don't know why people don't think the Tennessee Titans were the number one seed in the AFC last year, but they were. They were, and the Patriots covered the spread against the Packers. That was a really close game. Bailey Zappi uh, really quarterbacked well there. Uh, there was a couple 
couple of delay of games that weren't called, but that doesn't matter. They weren't called. That's fine. And the Patriots almost won that game, which would have covered the spread. Perfect. I see what you sent me. I'll get that all uploaded into our account. Uh, that should be in there. But we could probably do it right now. Let's do it now. No, let's do, we'll do it next week. We got four ninety five. So my take was we're going all NFL now. The fucking college is too risky. We're just going off the computer picks. Yeah, pretty much. I'm getting a good grasp on NFL right now. That's the one where I'm watching. I paid for Red Zone this fucking weekend. Let's go. We're be watching every game. We're on it. We missed it by one. And you know what? There's just teams this year where, like the Steelers, like the fucking Texans, they're just teams that suck. Yeah. We cannot bet on them. We got to go for locks on these fucking parlays. Oh, there's so there's already ones that are kind of tasty. So there's another London game this week too, and the London game went exactly as I thought. Camara was a scratch, so the Saints actually lost. Like the Saints oh. had Dalton, they had Andy Dalton starting, and no Alvin Camara. And yeah, we knew how that was going to go. That one almost fucked me, but in my league where my starting quarterback was Jameis Winston, I won by over twenty points. <laughs> So I had four guys that were projected for like 10 points that went for like 40. Yeah, Winston was not playing that game. So, <laughs> yeah, you were okay. Well dominated. Went three for three this week. Yeah, I, I the, my $100 league, I changed my team name. We're tight end you now because we drafted two tight ends in the first like seven rounds. We are the highest scoring team in the league. And, hey we, are, and we are 0-4. We have not won a fucking game. <laughs> I, I went to bed last night thinking that it was over. Like, cool, I won. And then I think the Niners got like a like a defensive touchdown, and I lost. Like, that was yep. all it took was one defensive touchdown for me to lose that game. And I was asleep when it happened, so I was very pissed off. Because I woke up thinking, like, how the fuck am I 0-4? How is this team 0-4? And bye weeks are about to kick in, so I don't know how that's going to do for me. But I do have DeAndre Hopkins, so I'm hoping that, hey, putting that guy – in my stash, and also being the highest-scoring team. Once I get that extra weapon added, I'm going to be fucking stacked, bro. So the Giants are being given 9.5 points visiting the Packers. Uh, this is the this is in London, though, so it's not really they're visiting them. Packers' offense looks shaky. Their, their receivers are clearly under underperforming. They're very underwhelming. Uh, that drop in the end zone this past week was ridiculous that uh, Romeo Dobbs had or whatever his name is. So they're, the nine-and-a-half-point spread is appetizing. I kind of want to pick Giants because Giants are 3-1 and one themselves. Am I supposed to believe that the Giants are going to get blown out by by the Packers who almost lost to Bailey Zappi? I don't know, man. I, I do like the Giants at plus nine-and-a-half. They've been looking good. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I think. I think Saquon's the number one running back right now. Saquon right? looks good. Daniel Jones is playing well enough to not fuck it up. Like I, I, I think that this team is a lot better than nine and a half points is a lot. Like they're okay, they're literally thinking that the Packers are gonna win by ten. Like that's that's what they're set on. And this is in That is literally what they're saying, please. And they're, and they're <laughs> literally that's exactly what they're saying. And they're traveling they're traveling to London where I assume like I don't know anything how, can happen. Anything can happen, but I imagine all of these receivers who aren't very good in Green Bay they're, it's going to be rough for them. And I remember listening to uh, my, one of my former favorite uh, radio shows, uh, the Rich Eisen Show. And I remember he had one of the, the English analysts on. And they were asking, like, how do you think these games in London are going to go? And he, he had said, uh, with the weather and conditions the way they are, he's expecting teams to really rely on the running game. Like, you have to be able to run the ball. You've just traveled all this time. 
you know, things are going to feel different for the receivers running routes. It's going to sound different. So the running backs, it's going to be the same for them. Here's the ball, run with it. Here's the ball, run with it. So I, I anticipate Saquon's going to have a big game. Now, I like Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon as well, but uh, David Bakhtiari still kind of being cycled in and out. The Giants have looked pretty good. Is this crazy? Are they going to lose immediately and we're going to blow the parlay first game? Well, if they do, then that's less pressure on us. I'm down with it. My wife's favorite team is the Giants because of her dad. Okay. So let's go with it. Let's go with and Giants. And if they lose, then I can just fucking verbally abuse her after that. Falcons are being given nine points visiting Tampa Bay. That's enticing as well. Are the Falcons three and one or two and two? I think they're two and two. And they looked pretty good last week. They ran the fuck out of the ball. Like they really just decided we're going to be a running team. And the Chiefs ran Shout the ball. Shout out to uh, their fullback, Keith Smith. Keith Smith still holding it down for Charter Oak High School. Outstanding work. Uh, and, and the Chiefs, Isaiah Pacheco and... Malachi Black says, but Daniel Jones stinking. We don't need him to be perfect. We just need him to not fuck it up. That's his strategy. That's, he just needs to hand it off to Saquon. That's it. If I'm the coach of the Giants, that's my speech like every week. Like I don't need you to be the greatest quarterback in Giants history. I just need you to not fuck it up. Like <laughs> That's all you would tell him. Like, you he, know that the greatest quarterback in Giants history was a don't fuck it up guy. Yeah, Eli was definitely a don't fuck this up. Like, just get out there and, and kind of hold it down for the underground. That's all we need you to do. Uh, I'm leaning Falcons, but maybe we hold off on this one. because Hold off because I'm all in on the Vikings minus seven against the Bears. You think the Vikings are going to score 100? <laughs> on the Bears? The Bears are probably <laughs> the worst team in the fucking league. It's seven points. It's one touchdown, but I could see this game getting out of hand, especially at home in Minnesota. You have, uh, you know, you have guys like uh, what's his face, like Justin Jefferson, and and even Adam Thielen's playing pretty well. We could even take a half a point too. I mean, we could make it. They gotta, they gotta be within that much. Like that would even like, that doesn't lower our odds too much. Six and a half. Yeah, six and a half point spread only lower lowers it by twenty. We're going all in. Just leave it. Don't yeah. buy the points. Ooh, you're feeling frisky today. I'm liking it. I'm liking Minnesota. I have a lot of co- – they're coming off a big win too. So, I, and I think the bear, the Bears are a little underwhelming. So you Bears gotta, are terrible. You're going to have to get some big production out of Dalvin Cook. You're going to have to get some stuff out of, uh, out of Justin Jefferson who played really well in London. So that goes against everything I said about the passing game in London, by the way. So Next, next is the automatic skip. I can't pick – against our Detroit Lions versus my Patriots. It really is rough because the Lions are being given three. Like, to me, that's, oh, that's such a home run. The Lions are probably going to win this game, let alone be given three. But they're playing against Belichick. So the the highest-scoring offense in football, the Lions or whatever they are, might just get totally shut down by the Patriots. Like, there could be – like, this could be another Sam Darnold seeing ghost scenario. Jared Goff might not know what hit him. So, I agree. Let's pass over that. Texans being given seven at, against Jacksonville. Um, <laughs> I, I don't want to touch that. I, yeah, I don't either. I would say Jags, but I that's too close. Seven's a lot. Like, because I could see this game being like a six-point differential. Like, Because I also think about garbage time, and that's where these spreads really suck is because mm-hmm. they – and they account for garbage time. They know. Like they know that, like this Bears Vikings game, it could be twenty eight to seven. All the starters get pulled, and then the final score at the end of the game is twenty one to fourteen or something. Like they they are twenty eight to twenty one. Like they they know that in garbage time, teams are just going to score, and it's like, oh well, that happened. 
So they have computers and shit. Chargers and Browns. Chargers are are negative three. The Browns have actually looked all right. Chargers haven't looked as dominating as they could, but I think they're better than three points. I think so, too. I think take the Chargers minus three. Is Keenan Allen out for the year yet? I don't know. I don't think so. That was Possibly, yeah. That was one of my, like, when everybody was drafting him really high in fantasy, I just kind of thought he's going to be injured for the rest of the year by week two. So maybe <laughs> he's hanging around in there. Maybe he's not injured. Fantasy updates. Keenan Allen. Dude, looks like he might be playing, dude. Looks like he's back. Um, below we have Allen Robinson. Failed to suit up this past Sunday, week five. Here's these receivers coming back. Amon Ross St. Brown. Keenan Allen uh, missed his third straight game dealing with hamstring issues that he suffered in week one against Vegas. Mm. Uh, he returned to practice if he misses. Mike Evans and Gerald Everett must are must starts. Josh Palmer remains borderline. I don't know. I kind of think that the Chargers might win by at least seven. That's what I'm thinking. I Just their run game alone. Like, come on. Well, yes. Okay, good idea. Um the, the Dolphins are now minus three and a half to the Jets. The Jets, no. I, I can't put money on. They, they've cost us money two weeks in a row, by the way. every Yeah, every week that we've bet, the Jets have not covered. The Jets didn't cover against the Bengals, and then they beat the fucking Steelers. What is happening in football? Here's the same fucking thing, dude. I'm not taking the Steelers plus 14 against the Bills, dude. Fuck I, the Steelers. I just, I just don't trust it. Well, yeah. I, I don't trust it. Even fuck the Bills. They haven't covered the spread a few times this year, so... Uh, Saints are wow. The Seahawks are being given six against New Orleans, dude. Olave legit, dude. But Rashad Penny looked really good. DK Metcalf had a great game. Like this team is, I like, I like the Seahawks. <laughs> <laughs> You're typical delusional Raiders fan. <laughs> Where's this Raider game at? I gotta pick that one too. Um, that, that, that's a rough one. Let's skip over that. Titans negative two and a half against the commanders. That's actually, oh yeah. Titans all day. I'm thinking Titans all day. That's actually really fascinating that it's only two and a half. So I think we can go with that. The commanders could win. Honestly, the only thing I would say to that is check the weather. Is it supposed to be fucking dude? Is the hurricane still going to be in Washington by then? Washington commanders, Titans weather. Just see what uh, see what Google brings up with that. Stadiumforecast.com. Passing game or a fucking running game? Dude, what? so this is on Friday. They're saying it's going to be a high of 74. The extended forecast we're going into. <laughs> I like that for our gambling. We're looking up weather in Washington, D.C. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. Sunday night's clear oh. with a low of 42. That's pretty cold. This is a day game, though. This ground's going to be hard. Sunny with a high near 64. I'm thinking 60. Yeah, 64 degrees. I think they're fine. I Titans. Let's go. Titans. Well, it doesn't matter because the running game favors them, dude. Yeah, favors the Titans. And, and I think they're getting their rhythm now. I think it's finally time for the Titans to kind of get back to, hey, we're we're one of the leading teams in the AFC. Uh, I still have my favorite running back in the league. Niners, Panthers. Panthers are being given seven. I'm not touching that. I don't trust Baker Mayfield at all. Um, the Cowboys are being given four and a half against the Rams in L.A. Home game for the Cowboys. Four and a half, that's kind of a lot. But This is the biggest compliment I'll ever give you as a Cowboys fan, Fleeties. I wouldn't touch that. I think uh, they might cover that. 
Cooper Rush is your future. You need to get rid of Dak. <laughs> Do we are we covering four and a half? I think they could win that game. I don't know. If, I don't know if they could win, but so like is it's that like a, half of games now are like within a field goal. So. The Rams just lost to the Niners. I don't want to pick don't that touch one. It. Don't touch it. Eagles uh, are five point favorites over the Cardinals. That's interesting. I would take that. I would take the cards. I think Kyler Murray, the way that offense has been looking, the way they okay. don't take that because I was taking the Eagles because they looking. Oh, good. we were different. All right. I yeah. like Kyler Murray. I really do like Kyler. I watched him beat the Raiders. But then last week, they just fucking dismantled. Who was it? The Bears? I don't know the Bears suck, but it still was like. Bears are terrible. Man, they outclassed him in every way. Bengals are being given three uh, going to Baltimore in the night game. I would be very strong, the Baltimore Ravens, on this one. All right, let's go Ravens. Let's add to that. I think three points is enough. Yeah, I agree. I think Lamar at home uh, in a night game. In Baltimore? In Baltimore. They fucking demolished the Patriots. And the Bengals have not looked that great. So I think it's okay to say, like, Lamar Jackson, who whenever they lose a game, it's always exciting and high scoring. Uh, When the Bengals lose games, it's like, you guys look like shit. So, uh, and then the Monday night game, Raiders Chiefs, baby. Raiders plus seven and a half. That's a lot. That's a lot. Anytime that the odds, so it might be a spread, but there's still an like a yeah, money right line after. The money line. If it says even, don't touch it because it, it's an absolute toss-up. All right, we won't touch it. So right now between our bets, uh, and I, we'll just put the 492 that we have in here on the line, see what we get. We could win one hundred and seventeen dollars. Did you put mine in there? It's well, it's gonna, I have to put a thing. I, that's going to take me a minute to do that. So, uh, well, then I, just save save these picks. Okay, save them put and then more, put some more money and put like ten bucks. Okay, we can do yeah. Because if we do ten, obviously that that's two hundred thirty nine dollars. Should we just throw some wins in here? Games that we think that we know who the winner is going to be because we can we can put the we gotta, Eagles. We got to start going smart, dude. Okay, just touch this right now. Because we did that, and that's what fucked us last week. So no. Somebody didn't, the... <laughs> no, game... didn't cover the money line in college. No. It... Minnesota. Minnesota blew the money line no, in college. Min- yeah, Minnesota was just we... – Minnesota didn't cover the spread. Uh, Iowa State didn't cover the money line. Like, that was the they, only they one. Didn't... Yeah, but they didn't cover the sp- – Yeah, Iowa State, that's the only one. Yeah, yeah, you got it. And then the games last week, as far as NFL goes, the only game we got wrong – was because of the fucking Steelers. So we'll put $10 on this once I load the money in. I'll get it loaded in uh, tonight, and then I will put the results in. Let's do that, and then we can go back through and just do money lines. Okay. Oh, right now you mean? Outright. No, 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 later. Once you get the money in there, we'll text. I'll look at you. Send me screenshots. We'll figure it out. We'll put some money in. We'll reload. We'll come back stronger than ever. But I think we got it. Ravens. Titans, Vikings, Chargers, Giants. I think that's a solid lineup. I think that'll pay off. I, I think we're going to be okay there. Yeah, if we put 10 on that, that's 239. We throw 20 on that, that's 478. Just throw that out there. So, do it. If you want, do it. <laughs> so we'll get that'll that. carry us through like two seasons of $10 bets. So we'll get that money in. Let me real quick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It'll carry us through all that. That's all we need is just to make our money back. And then once we make our money back, pff, 
shit's gonna be so easy i don't even know why we're tripping so um <laughs> it's gonna be fine all right everybody listening i know like in the discord you're like is this where vladis goes crazy and starts betting on every single fucking thing because i literally was like looking at college games like in the morning like dude let's keep it going let's throw money on this one and this one and this one and tcu we would have been millionaires why don't we bet on tcu to beat oklahoma yeah that that's the only time i was worried was like please was like i just put a little parlay in just so you know <laughs> this, this is not us i just threw it in so we can root for it yeah oh, fuck, no. <laughs> we sort of oh, root no. for it college football rules i'm putting together a parlay and i'll send it to you and if you approve we'll put we'll use the team money on the college right. parlay because i'm loving the college the college ones are more because lock high black says don't bet on the shitty raiders i'm definitely going to throw a swing bet on the raiders there's definitely going to be money put on the Raiders. that's an individual bet to be clear it's recorded online here, let's do this. I mean, I got this. He a million dollars. I'm not part of it. Let's just say I got this 492 right now. I mean, if I got this 492 uh, that I need to use on something, we might as well use it on our beloved Oakland Raiders at plus seven and a half. What's that going to win you? $4.10. Place your bets, <laughs> motherfuckers. The Raiders, baby. Double your money. Raiders are coming to win this game. I can't wait to see it. Uh, they just need to cover. They're not going to beat the Chiefs. What if they do, though? What if the Chiefs come out on Monday night, the lights are too big and bright, and they just fall apart? The lights are too big and bright. Are they at home? Uh, yes. <laughs> They're at home. Okay. Their own lights. The fans are so ramped up. They've been tailgating all day. They all took Monday off. The Raiders cover the spread. I can't wait. <sighs> Well, I'll hope for you, ladies. Dude, don't I'll be, my money. I'll be rooting so fucking hard for the Raiders. So we'll put more money in the kitty, and then we will come back next week recharged, ready to bet on more football, uh, maybe a little college. Got some baseball playoffs about to start. I mean, dude, sports are always happening. Have you been on this website, Geezy? There's live horse races happening right now that we can just be betting on. Why aren't we? That's one of the rare ones where it's like – I gotta be there, dude. I can't bet on horse racing, horse racing online just randomly. I'm not even gonna watch it live. Maybe if I'm at Santa Anita at the bar watching the races online, then yeah. But dude, just straight online horse racing bets with no live watch party. You don't even have your special hat on for the Kentucky Derby. <laughs> I can't do that shit. Dude. I thought they had a th a place where you can watch them too. I guess not. Maybe I have to find a stream. Maybe we'll do some live horse betting together. You can bet on the Masked Singer. That's a great call in the chat. We can be betting on that. You're a fan of that. Oh, we... Th there were some automatics this fucking season, but th that's a hard one. Dude, I am all Some of them are super easy. Some of them are really hard on boxing hockey hockey ufc there i mean we don't have to limit ourselves there's plenty going ufc on all day i've that's one of the only ones i feel like i follow close enough that i could give some good opinion on bet on politics the odds makers know who's winning this shit before it even happens that should scare yeah. us so i think we did it geezy we got all of our picks in i'll put the money in. i'll put it in our discord join the vleeties discord you can message me on twitter to figure out what that is I should post it more on Twitter. Should be on Twitter more. Uh, Nathan Weller, I'm getting together a whole strategy, my friend. The sub the subscribe star, we're getting up, we're getting updates on there, Geezy. It's been sitting there. It hit me like a bolt of lightning. I should use that more often. Kevin's right. Yeah, I mean that's where you got to start. As soon as you call me, you got to start recording, 
and then everything between when we start recording and when we go live yeah it's automatic subscribe sorry because we talk about so much shit half time it doesn't even carry over i'm worried to hit to call you too early like that's kind of what happens is i hit call too early and then we start talking and and i think people who even uh, listened to last week's discussion i did put our pre-discussion on at the end because i was like that was too good i gotta put that somewhere so you're right i should just have the whole thing like unedited hashtags and headlines being put up there so there's going to be more stuff up there so i know nathan's on there and he's always like ryan you should put more stuff i'm gonna put more stuff we're getting all the archives my goal is to be in here every like friday night monday night while kevin's live and just working that's the goal this is this is this is a job too all right ask nathan weller this is going to be great nathan's even wanting me to hurry i mean we're gonna do it nathan it's happening man Wednesdays, Fridays, when we get in this room, we're going to lock down, listen to KB Cool, and get to work. So I can't wait. But excited for football this weekend. I, I like the setup in here is outstanding for football. I got a TV right here, got another TV right over there. I, this is my desk. I have a TV right here and another monitor. This is a four screener. We should have the horse races here, Geezy. So I'm loving football this season. I can't wait for week five. Week six, I think, is the last week without DeAndre Hopkins. So all those fantasy leagues, I can't wait to unleash the DeAndre that's about to happen to everybody. Yeah, I, dude, I've been thinking that I I will stream Red Zone and I can get banned. <laughs> but either that or in the Discord, we could have the sub only. Yeah. We could stream Red Zone for a few hours, hang out. I'm down with that. I boosted the server tonight because I got Nitro. But also, just don't go in the anime hole, okay? <laughs> I'm the mod. I'm taking care of it. There's stuff going on there. You don't need to worry about it. You just worry about the, all the other ones, okay? I will avoid the anime hole. I was kind of scrolling through there today at work, which I didn't realize what was happening in there. So <laughs> the anime hole is a new land, all right? And it's important. It's important to go on new journeys and try new roads. So look, I understand that it's important. That we have the anime hole and the anime hole does what it does. So we can we're okay. We can do that. So I other than that, I think we covered it all. We talked about Scooby Doo trying to brainwash our children and getting them to fuck each other. Uh there's a lot of stuff that we got to cover tonight. Gino, we can't wait for Gino to get that job. Gino, he's even messaging like, watch the inhabitant. We're gonna watch that next Tuesday, Gino, you and me. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Geezy has no interest in that. Do you have interest in that, Geezy? I don't even know what that is, bro. Exactly. Malachi Black says, GZ, watch the Gino quit his job video. Oh, we can't wait. Make sure you follow it's Gino's drive-thru. I have also liked the video, and now I am already subscribed. Thank goodness. So I'm going to hit this bell, though. So whenever there's a notification, whenever there's a new video, pop right to my phone. I get to see it. <laughs> so let's ride off into that glorious sunset. Thank you once again to everybody for coming in, hanging out with me and GZ. Always a good time. And uh, yeah, let's uh, let's do this tomorrow for the whole fucking show. I can't wait, Geezy. Can you wait? I can't wait, dude. The whole fucking show. I'll be there. I'll be in the comments. Look out for me. See, I'm going to find you. I'm going to find you in there. Thank you guys so much for coming in and hanging out and enjoy the rest of your evenings. Fantastic. We did it. Mm -hmm.